ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. We've all been to the party or tailgate with that person. You know, the one who makes everything about politics. Or there's that relative, the one you blocked on Facebook because you'd prefer to opt out of toxic conversations. I'm Sarah Stewart-Holland. And I'm Beth Silvers. We host Pantsuit Politics, where we take a different approach to the news. On Pantsy Politics, we opt out of the shouting and scorekeeping while still recognizing that elections matter. We're here to look at the headlines as citizens. We pay attention to politics, but also keep it in perspective. Pantsy Politics was named one of Apple's best podcasts of 2021 and GMA3's podcast of the month. Take a different approach to the news with us in 2023. Pantsy Politics releases new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Listen on the ACAST app and wherever you get your podcast. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. From the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is the Relevant Podcast. It's Tuesday, December 11, 2018, and it's the Relevant Podcast. We are thick in the holiday season. Nope. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios still, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. I'm still coming down off the high of the Christmas show, which yeah. the reviews are in. <laughs> Mediocre. <laughs> a solid three and a half out of five, from what I understand. Uh, it was the sickly pines of Christmas spectaculars. Hey, uh, over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious engineer, my brother Chandler Strang. Hello. On the Skype line from Nashville, Tennessee, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody. And uh, calling in from New York City, author, speaker, podcaster, cowgirl extraordinaire, Annie F. Downs. Good morning, gents. What you doing up in New York, Annie? I am here for some meetings and some work things and to see Mumford and Sons at Madison Square Garden. I'm so excited. I like cool. am beyond about it. It's they're my I, very I, favorite band. I can't wait I to see also, them. I also enjoy 2011. I, hey. Oh, you're so mean. That's so uh, hey, cool. I, I, I'll say this, though. I do like Delta. Yeah, I was about to say, Jesse, you and I have you listened about how much to you it? like the album. Have you listened to it? A couple songs. I mean, here's the thing. I, I, I feel like the airline for a second, and I wasn't tracking. I thought you just meant I like Delta, and I was like, "Oh, I get you flying." I didn't know where we were going <laughs> no, with, I, I, with the I, Delta. Oh, conversation. Andy, wait, wait, we were talking about Mufford and Sons because Delta now has this the Delta Studios. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah, well, yeah. Great, great well, selection, and, and they've uh, just announced that you can upgrade uh, using miles. Delta's yeah. great. You can yeah. just upgrade yeah. with a couple clicks using miles. That's that's how the career trajectory of Mumford and Sons is. This is a sponsored. Uh, <laughs> this is a sponsored album by Delta Airlines. Oh, yeah. actually, that's, what, that's what bands have to do now. They it, fly like, around and perform corporate, to audiences that are corporate shills. Yeah, that's all yeah. they are now. Yeah, <laughs> Mumford and Sons. So yeah. that's why I'm in New York, and I've never been here for Christmas. Have y'all been here for Christmas before? Many, many. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. It's magical. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's absolutely magical. Jesse, I want to give you a little tip of the cap, if you don't mind. We were the live show, uh, which we did last week, was was truly a spectacular. 
lots of firsts. One of the firsts that we had apparently was my dad listened to the relevant podcast for the very first time. So he thinks it's like a narrated old timey show. So so his opening context is like, wow, I mean, these guys are, this is really a timeless show they're making. (laughs) He didn't get know it was the the irony. So what was, what was his thoughts, Tyler? And what was his impetus for listening? I, I think the impetus must have been you know, it's, he was it's feeling terrible at Christmas. Yeah, uh, probably right, like right. you said. Like you, you got to check in. Did you ask them to listen? Did you ask them to listen to this particular I, I, one? I did. I don't know how they knew about it. <laughs> was he was he thoroughly confused by your celebrity news f- from the future? He didn't I mention was, the celebrity so. news, which makes me think that yeah, it maybe it was not the best entry point for new fans into the franchise. <laughs> I know, like it was so self referential for years of in years of absurdity building up in that celebrity it, it news thing. Yeah. That if it was a first time listener, it made no sense. The format would make no sense. <laughs> right. Every first time listener would be right. like, what is happening? Yeah, it was here? For the first. <laughs> but you know what? You, every once in a while, you got to throw a curveball in there. Lots of Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. But he did like, and this was the only bit that he referenced. He 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 loved the sickly pines. Yeah. Y'all have already got a mug for sale, by the way. Y'all are not wasting any time turning that yeah. sickly pines into into. You, well, we were the problem is also weekend. not wasting any time shutting it down. So it's uh, <laughs> really it was a two day affair. Dude, my my parents too listened, and that you know I don't know how regularly they do, but they they've mentioned the sickly pines bet. Really? Like, really, there's something that connected with the with the, the boomer generation. The next generation. So so Tyler Huckabee. <laughs> Tell the former governor that we appreciate him listening, <laughs> and and your your sister Sarah as well. Like in, we appreciate all of the Huckabee oh, family man. support. A couple of really hot celebrity endorsements. Finally, with Sickly Pines. Yeah, they're looking to invest in a new career anyway, so maybe they we could get them on board and, and see where this goes. My well, parents absolutely did not listen, so I apologize for that. Nor did, nor did mine. Uh, we have a great show in store for you today. Chrissy Metz is uh, joins us later. She, you know her from This Is Us, you know, breakout Maybe star heard of This it. Is Us, yeah, and uh, an upcoming movie called Breakthrough. Uh, so we talked to her about that. You yeah. guys, have we already talked about that? I've already seen the movie. I, I know the movie. The movie is coming out next year. They they released the trailer to all sorts of acclaim and buzz this week. Yes. But you actually you actually saw a screener. Give a, Annie. Give us a thirty second review of the actual Spoiler film. Spoiler free, if you don't mind. Spoiler free is it's a true story, so you can know everything you want to know. About I was going to say. I was going to say. <laughs> like the trailer basically sets up what happens. I don't right. think they're spoilers. I think you're just right. along for the ride. So so what, what what's your review of the film? So I will. So my my thirty second review is it is it will start so many conversations around the dinner table if y'all watch this movie together. It's it's got a good uh, co executive production team of Steph Curry and Devon Franklin, our, our another friend of the show. So you know. And Chrissy Met- and Tyler's favorite actor, Topher Grace, plays a pastor. <laughs> I can't believe he's your favorite actor, Tyler. He uh, the Topher the Topher Renaissance is upon us. <laughs> well, hey, that might honestly. I know, I know, we clowned on Topher. I know we clowned on Topher. I know we did. But he wow. he did. He was just in Spike Lee's Black Klansman, and you know, playing David Duke, and that that movie might get some. Black Klansman is up for is up for a Golden Globe for best drama. It, yeah. So yeah, there you it's, go. I mean, so yeah, I think it's a Golden movie Globe that y'all nominated enjoy. actor Topher Grace is also in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he was hey, not he was not my favorite, but it was but, good. He was fine. Before we dig too far into the show, I know we got to keep things moving today. I just want to uh, uh, tell one story about something that happened this weekend. I've been staying down here in Florida since the live show. I really want to record one more in the studio. I managed to. 
use my athletic prowess to literally embarrass the entire Strang family yesterday <laughs> afternoon. The what? entire what? family. The entire family. Here's what? what happened. I don't know what we're talking about. We, we ended time. up. We ended up. Cameron's house is on is on a lake, a, a, a beautiful spot, and we decided to break out some kayaks and canoes. And we, we were paddling around through these like, you know, little narrow canals. The cold front hadn't hit yet, by yeah. the way. Do it you was own a, a, all of those boats, by the way, Cameron? Did you own this, the canoe uh-huh. and the two kayaks? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you have a fleet. The, you have your own the, fleet. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I have been very impacted by Bob Goff and have been the recipient of his hospitality over the years. And if you he has this home up in Canada and, and there's like there's like five dirt bikes. And there's like three boats yeah. and there's like 10 kayaks. And he told me once, he goes, if you buy one kayak, it's, you know, it's materialistic. It's for yourself. But if you buy 10, it's for others. And I was like, that's it. Bob, when, I move, listen. when I move on to the lake, I want to, if I can, I want to have a fleet of paddle boards and kayaks and things for friends. I yeah. want these to be for friends. Can I? And I, so I, we did. Yes, let, we had all those. Let me it was add, the first thing I bought when I let moved me, Let me add one thing, though. The canoe, <laughs> I questioned its seaworthiness. So like, the, it yeah, looked so like, did Cohen. I did see that yeah, in the story. Canoe, Cohen did the not feel great about being was, in that boat, Cameron. The canoe was left out on the curb by a neighbor. Yeah. And it oh, said, that's free, the one. free, take it. And then we hauled it back to our house and we're like, this will be a father son project. We'll restore it. He quickly lost interest. Yeah. So I had to restore it myself. So I fixed the fiberglass. I made fiberglass. I bought new seats, which yeah. we put on yesterday. It just hasn't been painted yet. No, That's the only now, thing. It looked like, it looked like if you, were like, let's say you're filming like a post-apocalyptic movie in like the Louisiana, like on the banks of the Mississippi and like a shrimping vessel yeah. had been left out, having, hey. having left to the elements. Hey. Like I really quite, hey. I'm like, I know you put a, a lot of liquor on there, but, 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 but if, but if that canoe starts sinking, I'll save hey. Cohen Cameron. You're going to have to swim for I'm it ready for the athletic prowess story. Okay. So, so we get, we get, we start canoeing through these cows. I'm in a kayak. I'm in a kayak leading the way, obviously, through the canal. Obviously, I'm out in front, you know. Uh, behind me is Chandler in, his, in, a, in a kayak. Yeah. Yeah. And behind Chandler is Cameron in, and Cohen in a canoe, and they have two oars. Me and, me and Chandler have one. So we get no, back. Yeah, but your oars have two paddles on two it. Two sides. Two-sided. Yeah, yeah that's it, fair. We only had This is two an adorable sides. story okay, so far, okay. by the way. Just Jesse okay. and the Cameron, I mean, in the Strang Boys. How sweet is <laughs> yeah, that? So, just so, paddling around yeah. at a sunset so on we a may, so balmy all, day. And the other thing is I see a restaurant across the lake, and I'm like, all right, guys, let's go get dinner. And all of them are like, no, 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 it's that's way far. too far. I'm like, well, okay. No, I, I just didn't have my wallet with me. I didn't me. have that a wallet was, either. That was the only reason. <laughs> I would have said, put her on the tab. We'll come back later. I'll paddle out later and square <laughs> yeah, up with them. We could have figured it out. We could have figured it out. I'll barter with them like a, like a, a, like, like a sea person <laughs> does. Like that's what you do. Person. You roll into port. You roll into port. <laughs> You're back. Yeah, and you they barter. don't know. They don't know what currency you have. Yeah. They need to do a little barter. You yeah. know. Wait. So, so you would have just rolled up in your boats and just said, "Feed us. We don't have money." That's that's again. That was sea, what Jesse's plan law. was. Hey. Can, yeah. Again, I don't want. I want. I don't want to get into like <laughs> my understanding. Applies to a presidential chain of I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't, don't want to get into. <laughs> it's maritime etiquette. 
when 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 these wayfarers drift in mm-hmm. after untold hours at sea. I mean, if you if you eyeball no. my canoe, yeah, like, yeah, they've exactly. had a rough go. You, 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 you feed them, you know, and then what, yeah, what, what happens when they come back? Virtually think Cameron was homeless. When they come back with a bounty from some far off land, they they throw some shekels your way for the. But either way, they no, none of them wanted to do my plan, which was to, which it was also about to be dark, and I wasn't trying to. Oh, I, I, that sounds dark. more fun to me. You know, uh, uh, creeping Attaboy through the, these, these the narrow canals and the pitch black. E- either way, so they don't want to go. There's no to alligators in there. There's no alligator. I mean, it's Florida. There's an alligator. Okay. There's no alligators. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they patrol it, man. So yeah. let so let me so let me continue to debate the picture. Sorry, I had led the crew through a very narrow canal way. Chandler, was that not a very narrow canal it way? Was, it was very narrow. And Chandler, was I not leading us through the narrow, very narrow <laughs> canal way? Yes. Triumphantly, <laughs> we make it to the op- the other side, out into a large thing of open water. Right. And I'm kind of doing some tricks. I'm kind of showing <laughs> everybody. Doing Wait, tricks. You have tricks? Okay. Like, here's the trick. Know. Here's his trick. Flips. Here's I, I hoisted the oar over my head and went, hoo, hoo, hoo. Hey, if you like didn't that. do a full gator cool. roll, I don't want to hear it. It's no. not a trick if your head didn't go oh, underwater man. and come back up, Jesse. Yeah, I won that kind of a kayak. Yeah. And his tricks was, ba- it was basically his ability. Kayak is the kayak that can turn over and be turned back over, Cameron. No, 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 no. No, no there's a specific kayak. Every kayak kind. can turn over. Every, no. Oh, that's true. They can flip over. Yes, no, a, no, it was a sit on top kayak, not a like get into it, it the thing. It, yeah, no skirt to like yeah. do the flips and junk. E- either way, well, either way. And this is despite me. I was, I wanted to get up close somebody, to. I think a true athlete could do it. I got, right. and this is after getting rammed by the canoe because you know they're, they're, they they hadn't mastered it like I had mastered my craft, and I thought I thought I can roll next to them and they're not going to ram me with this with this gigantic steel tugboat that they're pushing around. Like I could have, I could, it, it literally could have killed me. I could have died, but I was we, fine. We did, we did broadside them. So, so so anyway, we're out there. And I'm like, all right, guys, if you guys don't want to paddle to dinner and go barter uh, us some some food to re fuel for our voyage back home <laughs> the least we can do the least we can do is have a test to see who's who's the best waterman among us and i said it's time for a race and chandler um, immediately after seeing what i had to do bowed out bowed, and just forfeited yeah, immediately like he didn't even want a piece of yeah. it so i said fine chandler you go and you be the person you're the finish line and you say on your market set go we, I line up my I, vessel, so which hard. is man. How do you line up in water? I think that's really hard when you're. I, not let, a... I let them kind of drift, and I just came up and slowly like parallel okay. park next okay. to them. That's sure, how good sure, I got sure. it. Parallel like, parked in water. I just yeah. said, you guys set the starting point. I'll back in here. I'm not even gonna go front. I'm just gonna back in here. So we line up on your markets. Now let me let me remind you, they have the power of two people. Cohen is a is a strong boy. But yes, he's <laughs> Cohen you is in like fourth paddles. grade. He's they third grade or fourth paddle, grade. So it's the exact same it's amount. It's the exact same right? amount of water pushing. Now, and how I old, have how old Cohen. how how old is is Cohen nine. right now? He's he is nine. nine. Okay, a solid ninety pounds of dead weight on they the front have, of my vest. They have they have the power of a man and a boy against. <laughs> 
<laughs> against the power of a mere, believe it or not, the power of a mere man. And Chandler says on your mark, and their vessel, when it starts getting that downhill seam, it's so heavy that it's just blasting through. Yeah. yeah, it's got huge momentum, you know? Like, they could have been to the Slow finish to line in like four good strokes if they wanted. Yeah. It, this is this is like a jet ski against an aircraft carrier in open water. I might get off the a finish line. Ski, but all the, a jet ski versus an aircraft carrier? That's right. That's what this was comparable to. <laughs> that is such a stretch. So, so on your market set, go. And honestly, it is neck and neck. And I see them. It's a I'm, jet ski versus a tugboat is what it actually is. I, I, I'm cooking. I'm who? looking next. I'm the tugboat. He's okay. the he's saying he's the jet ski. Well, okay. I'm looking at them. I'm looking at Chandler. I'm looking at the finish line. And honestly, I'm surprised that man boy is beating just man. <laughs> I was. It was, it was very close. It was it was close. But I said, there's no way man boy is beating man. <laughs> and I at the finish line, I went into like, do, do you remember that highlight of Lance Armstrong when he's climbing the the Alps in the in, no. in the first before he was doping because I I was clean yeah. I was clean yesterday <laughs> but was Cohen. before That's he was doping question. and he looks back at the peloton behind him and he just stares for a second and he blasts off up the hill and he wins seven straight for the USA you know seven yeah. straight Tour de Francis. Yeah. I look back at man boy and I said, this one's for freedom. And I just cranked it out easily coasted Chandler. It was an easy coast to a finish. Am I right? I mean, it was close. It was a photo finish. If I had had my phone, but who won? Let's just cut to the chase. The Strang family or just Jesse. Just Jesse. Who won? From, from what I could tell, it was it was you. Okay, I just okay. That's what I. That's what I wow. Was Cohen was involved? Did Cohen really close. care about winning? Well, Cohen, who was at the front of the vessel, right. so he had a good sight of the tip of the no, vessel versus no. the tip of Jesse's vessel. Adamantly disagrees with Uncle Chandler. Yeah, and well, thinks that well, we Chandler oh, happened to be impartial. <laughs> Chandler happened to be impartial, and Chandler was Cohen like super pushing back with you about that. No, he he didn't really push back. He just denied it. Yeah, he refused to acknowledge the victory. Yeah, right. It's like, like, like Uncle Chandler, you still play uh, Pokemon Go. I don't have time to listen to this. Exactly. Hey, listen, listen. What what what, what Chandler and Cameron decided to do right. is what like UCF football did. They just declare themselves national champions. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't care. They don't care that they're in no way recognized as national championship. They're just oh, they're man. just calling themselves that, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I just wanted to set the record straight. It's like the whole country's like, oh, oh that's kind of cute. Uh, good for them. You know, I, I, I posted this on Instagram stories and. Almost all of the replies were, uh, your weather is a little different than mine right now. Like yeah. whoever. Yeah. Did it rain but, Sunday when I was flying away? It was pouring rain yesterday. Yeah, yeah it rained Sunday. like a cold whatever cold front was hitting the East Coast came down yesterday. Yeah. But it's just I do my training in cold water anyway. So it's not, <laughs> not, it's, you're no. a Navy SEAL at heart. It was exactly. fun having you guys all down. Uh for listeners, we recorded the live Christmas spectacular on Friday and Annie and Tyler were both here and and then and what did we that? get to do Friday night? That was my dream. And then Friday night, we all went to the Orlando Magic game. We did. It was, uh, it was a terrible, terrible game, but it was fun being there with everybody. It was so I was fun. too busy hobnobbing with the stars. <laughs> <laughs> he sat by Jesse and ate M&M's. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I did too. That's true. But you were around. I couldn't. I didn't. Admittedly, I didn't know any of the stars. I like I couldn't play, put any names to faces that were around me. But you just <laughs> felt the star power 
down there when you're getting yeah. that code. in our section in section 113 yeah, i was i made a lot yeah. of connections we have we have a whole lot new lineup of podcast guests for the next <laughs> two yeah. weeks a bunch I mean, of random people from orlando yeah a lot of former boy band adjacent uh <laughs> managers people people oh, in man. the restaurant business who served literal boy bands so uh, <laughs> this is a manager of tgi fridays back in 2004 <laughs> down near disney He's got some stories. Yeah, he's got, well, he's got one. He's got one. Instinct came in. It's really uneventful. They're pleasant gentlemen, but still, let's, <laughs> let's hear all about it for the next 27 minutes. Go. God. And then Saturday we had, uh, we had a really lovely Christmas dinner out on, yeah. uh, out, out right by, right by, right on the lake. It was very pretty. The food was really, really good. We had a great time. And Cameron's what? house was finished ish, right? Ish, Cameron? Ish. A- a- it looks I mean, amazing. there's no kitchen. There's no kitchen. But, every, but everything by the kitchen. That is an interesting life you're leading because what some people would call a kitchen, you literally just have a stove and a fridge plugged into a room. Right. Yeah. yeah. I have no counters, no anything. We got we gutted the kitchen that was there. And so, you know, there was nothing. It was just a shell of a room. But I plugged the appliances back in. So <laughs> can I can I tell just people to <laughs> just for the yeah. party on Saturday night? Yeah, for the caterers. So like they needed a stove. I'm like, well, I have so what one. are you doing the rest and, of the time? Uh, uh, Postmates and McDonald's. Cameron, your budget. There was a huge variety of Pop-Tart options when I looked into it. I told Cameron yesterday because I've eaten so many Pop-Tarts. I was like, I I literally said this yesterday. At your house, you didn't share that. I'm not kidding. It was like a Pop-Tart buffet. Annie, Annie, Annie. This is literally a conversation I had yesterday. I'm in his living room watching football, and I and I'm like, got a plate full of pop tarts, and I look at Cameron and I said this. I'm like, dude, you have no idea how far pop tart technology has come from the last time I had a pop tart. Like it was blowing up. He like he held one up, and it was like all purple with like designs on it. It was like Fortnite branded. Like, I was, I was say, like, is it not the, literally the exact same silver package that you tear open and there's two yeah, pop tarts? No, but once you open same, it, but it's the it's the present. It's the product that is ba- different. back when we back when we were pop tart themed. Yeah, back when I was Cam- a pop tart oh, consumer, that's wild. The height of pop tart technology was that cinnamon one that had a little bit of frosting yes. and you crack it open and it made that little nice sound. And it was cinnamon sugar. These blow that away. There's like okay, eight I'm frostings right per pop tart. <laughs> per pop tart, it's unbelievable. And we, yeah, well, I, I was just going to do one. You know, I'm kind of a health nut. One pop tart does yeah. is, is plenty. Yeah. No way. Went back for seconds for the whole bag, for the whole bag again. I had to, it was a huge breakfast. Well, hey. I treat my guests well. Yeah, you know, I may not have certain amenities yeah. available, but I'm going to have a cabinet full of Pop-Tarts yeah. for you. I got one Did more thing to say. Did you toast Jesse, tell no, no, me no, how no. y'all no, no. do your I Pop-Tarts. Just, Did you you're you're a raw guy? Oh, yeah. You're a psychopath. <gasps> no, no, no. No, you got to have like, a warm. raw Pop-Tart no, guy? No, no, no. People who, who take the time to toast Pop-Tarts for some reason are people who order well-done steaks. There's something wrong with you. Even the way God intended. The only time I've ever had raw Pop-Tarts was when I like traveled internationally and you didn't know what kind of food you would encounter. So you'd like put bars and stuff yeah, in your that's pretty luggage. Good. So I take pop pop tarts too, just because no, you get tired no, of bars. I don't need, I don't and, need and then you eat the raw ones. So I always think of like foreign lands no, when I have to yeah. eat them raw. Yeah. Well, no, I don't eat them raw. No way. Toast no them. Way. Make, let the edges get crispy and the insides Absolutely. get warm of those cinnamon sugar. 
second one's brilliant. Come on. I know we got to keep the show moving. I got a complaint about how they go long when I'm, you know, how much tighter they were when I was gone. But can I say one thing? <laughs> That's true. We did tell them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really like, hey, like repeatedly, when, repeatedly. Hey, good to have you back. By the way, they've been so much faster. Uh, just, yeah, well, that is literally what we said. Jesse, we like, Jesse. When Jesse's <laughs> on the show. In like a total non-hurtful way. Yeah. When totally Jesse's on the show, our hour-long show is a solid hour 30. When he's not on the show, it's 37 minutes. Uh, and, you know, either way. Can I just say one more? Yeah. I'm loose. I'm very loose today because I've been taking nightly soaks in a hot tub. That's true. Cameron scored a hot tub. He told me like this insane deal. But here's the thing. When someone scores a hot tub for literally a fraction of the price of the hot tub, you don't go talking about it because (laughs) why do you keep saying scores instead of just purchase? Hot tub deals can go wrong in a lot of different ways. And if you score, (laughs) what are you talking about? Chandler. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't know about you getting it for a deal. Oh, great deal. I just am imagining Jesse laying in your guest room last night, Cameron, and just working up this this bit. Just working no, up this, this isn't bit a bit. This isn't a bit. Tubs. I, I'm just saying, if, someone's, if someone scores a tub, you just leave <laughs> it at tub. that. It's, there's no question about <laughs> it. It was a Labor Day sale. It was a, double de- it was a double sale. The hot tub itself was already from the manufacturer okay. on a major okay. sale. And then HomeDepot.com had a Labor Day sale of everything was 40% off. Oh, wow. So I got a double discount. This was a black market tub. This, <laughs> this was a tub. Uh, this is a hot, hot tub. It was, on the, it was this is like, uh, there was a heist on the hot tub truck. Right, right. And there was like right. a little sale for people who know. And Cameron somehow's in the know, and he scored a he scored a he scored a hot hot tub. So right. no, well. he just. I mean, y- y'all did nightly soaks. I know y'all oh, did a I couple. Am. I mean, I'm every night nightly. y'all got the hot tub, uh, including last night, including last night. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's why you got the hot tub. You gotta yeah. get loose. Yeah. Get and loose. when it's cold outside, it's really nice it. to be in the hot tub. That's you right. Know? I keep it hot at all times because I'm not a planner. And I mean, there have been many, many nights that at 1 a.m. can't sleep. Just wander out there, pop in the tub, go, you know, get nice and loose, go right to sleep. And, and a lot of people are wondering, what about the summertime when it's far too hot to run the hot tub and be in it? Like, and here I have a solution. He has giant crockpot parties out back. <laughs> I mean, just converts it. Yeah. And, and in the summertime, <laughs> it's a crawfish boil. In the summertime, oh yeah, gosh, you're, doing, you're doing boils. Oh, you're doing so boils gross. out there. You're doing boils out there. It's it's a good investment. It's all, it's uh, all seasons. It's oh, a man. four season hot tub. Tyler, you joined us in the hot tub. I did. I did. Yeah. I had a really. I had a. I had a great time. We had, we we talked about about life, our hopes and our fears. There were, there were tears. <gasps> there were tears. I missed it. Well, when you I guys. ate the crawfish, it, it was pretty bad. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that that crawfish had been jammed in the pump for <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my watch about about four months now, yeah. and it was a long boil. Dissolved as soon so as it gross. hit his mouth. It was boiled down, boiled down. Ew. <laughs> Next time, Annie, you should you should join us in hot tub. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a great time. Me and we can you record. guys in a bunch hey, of crawfish. We could we could re- we can record a podcast there live from oh Tubinet. Tubinet. We did a, a live podcast with Shauna at a restaurant. Remember mm-hmm. a few years mm-hmm. ago? I mean, we could do a we could do a, a hot yeah, tub. Edition. Why not? Why not? Why not? There's a lot of reasons why not. You wouldn't be able to hear anything. It'd just be the the hot yeah. tub in the background. But it'd be like you're there. I think people exactly. listen for like the spirit, not really the actual words yeah, the, we're saying. Yeah, the vibe yeah. for sure. Yeah. All right, we're moving the show along. Stay tuned. Up next, slices. Do the 
You're listening to Aretha Franklin. The song is Winter Wonderland. At the beginning of the show, you heard Albert Hammond Jr. with Set to Attack. Well, today's show is brought to you by the Church Home Global App. It's a place where you can connect with people all around the world, have honest discussions, and create meaningful relationships all from your phone. With Church Home Global, not only can you watch teachings by Judah Smith, uh, there are a lot of great resources available. For example, there's this great feature called The Daily Spark, which is just a quick way to start your morning positively. A little bit better than you know getting sucked into a black hole on Instagram while you lay in bed. Oh, yeah, start for day. sure. Yeah. Uh, Church Home Global app is not about excluding people. It's about, and it's not about being perfect. It's about being together. Everyone's welcome. You can download the free Church Home Global app today and join Church Home's growing community. You can find the app by searching Church Home on the App Store or Google Play. It's spelled C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E, like the two words combined. Or text RELEVANT to 555-888 for a direct download link that's RELEVANT to 555-888. You should, uh, should definitely check it out. It's great. Yeah. There you go. Okay, it's time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right. So I came across a story this this weekend. It uh, was about an announcement to the invitees of an upcoming baby shower. Uh, So the the mother of this unborn child was preparing for the baby shower. And after the invitations got out, uh, she got some feedback that was very unsettling to her. (laughs) And so she's... Is this like the Elaine Bennis Christmas card? Uh, th- this wasn't about dance. That's the dancing one. Oh no, that that's one. That's one where there's a wardrobe malfunction. And I, there was no wardrobe malfunction. Uh, th- unfortunately, that that probably would have been less uh, uh, less conflict in this family because it's called a huge dust up to the family and friends who were invited to this baby shower. Okay, these people had all presumably already purchased gifts and were ready for the shower because it went out almost right before. And uh, it says uh, to the members of the of this person's uh, baby shower. I have a really important announcement to make. It brings me great, great pain to tell you this, but I am canceling the event. And here is why she decided wait, to wait, cancel. Wait, this online. This, this isn't someone, someone, you know. someone you know. This is not someone I know. This made is not someone news. I know. It did make so national news. Now it's making international news. It did. I found it was <laughs> Apple News. This made it. This made it to my Apple News feed over the weekend. Okay. Because okay. your algorithm is weird. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Google's Apple, Apple has like weird stuff. this guy. This is this is for people. They're like news that's read in a hot tub, and it's like just you know when you lose. News that's read Yeah. People who have just shamed a whole family athletically and need to soak it out for a while. Oh, you know, you got a lot of lactic acid. You need some loose news. Loose news. Loose news. So here, here is the baby's name. Okay. The baby's name that uh, this, the, the, the baby shower is for was Squire Sebastian Senator. First name. Squire Sebastian Senator. That's what? not the middle or last name. That no, is the first name. That's not And the And... What? and what? And here's the thing. The parents are insisting there will be no abbreviations and no nicknames. You oh are gosh, only gosh, school, school, he's Squire, Squire Sebastian, Sebastian Senator for his, for his whole, whole life. life. Squire Sebastian <laughs> Senator. And, and the last name. Yeah, and, along with the last name. Um, <laughs> and, and that was all in the invitation. Like anything has to be addressed full name. But no Two nickname. of those three words are just titles. Well, 
but here's the, here's the thing. Okay, so all her friends are like making fun of her, and and she is not having it. She canceled the event. Take home the presents if you. And here's what she said. Here's her justification, which she doesn't need any justification, by the way. Like, if someone wants to name their kid that, more power to them. I already think senators, people know, longtime listeners know, senators should be more involved in the naming of children. And so here is her, <laughs> here is her explanation. She said, if you look back in our family tree, the survival of this clan is literally rooted in squiredom. We are all oh, red. Gosh. Then she added, we are all related to senators, too. This name conveys power. It conveys wealth. It conveys success. You're darn right it does. <laughs> I don't know. Does he, does he, I want to see the next paragraph, the next paragraph starts, with, starts with, my baby's, my baby's name, name will be will a revolution. Be a revolution. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Oh God. God. And you know what? You're right. And I'm going to send this to the mother of Squire Sebastian Senator. If you're looking to have a baby shower and all your lame-o friends that don't have a vision like you do can't do anything but make fun of you, I will attend. You let me know where this is happening and I will give, not only will I attend, I will bring a gift fitting for a child named Squire Sebastian Senator. Why don't just Sebastian and then do middle names? I mean, like why, why why does that all have to be a first name? Because a name like that. You can do that. She could do that, and then the revolution would never happen. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, because she's a woman of vision. The, you know, I mean, honestly, though, think back, at, you know, five, ten, eight years ago, whatever it was, when uh, they named their kid Apple, you know, yeah. Yeah. with Paltrow and stuff, everybody's like freaking out, like yeah. that's so lame, and then it's like, oh yeah, okay, it's fine, yeah. it's Apple. Yeah. Then we just get used to it. Exactly. I mean, it's like, still not fine. That person is still walking around being named Apple. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're going to get elected president okay. named Apple. But, all right, here, you know. let me give you a scenario, all right? You walk into a restaurant, very crowded. Let's say a Chili's on Saturday night, <laughs> and there's an hour wait, okay? Right. You're sitting there. Uh, yeah, I got a party of three. It's under Squire Sebastian Senator, okay? You know, so you're waiting. When they come, and it's your turn for the table, and, you, you know, the hostess or host announces to everyone waiting in the lobby of Chili's, Squire Sebastian Senator, your table is ready. Everyone is like a gas fall over, falls over because the name conveys power. It conveys wealth and it conveys success. And her lame family and friends don't have the vision for it. But I do that kid at Starbucks conveys power and success way better to me than Squire Sebastian Senator. You said Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. That's like a strong, wealthy name. Right. No. Okay. Who? I do take issue with the fact when I think of senator, I just think of some like kind of old like white guy like in a bad fitting suit, like you just kind of sit like our the American senators. I, I don't think, think about of, like, think about the Roman. I got to follow that guy in, into okay. battle. Okay. Let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do a non biased poll here, Annie, because Bennett. Okay, Cameron, you can have a. If I say, "Hey, man, I got two buddies that want to hang out, but we can only hang out with one or the other." Okay. You can hang out with my pal Bennett. Or Squire Sebastian Bennett wants Squire Sebastian Senator wants to get into some stuff tonight. Which one are you going with? I'm with Andy. I'm going Bennett. What? Yes. You're insane. Yeah. You are insane. Yeah. You know what? Bennett Bennett I has a forgetful night here. Bennett will have a lame night that you're gonna that immediately you're gonna forget. Like Bennett's not doing anything fun. You think Bennett's no. ever been in trouble in his whole life? Like yeah, Bennett sure wears he sweaters. He's so rich. Bennett, Bennett wears sweaters all, all season. Bennett doesn't own jeans. Okay, Bennett. Th- that's the kind of guy Bennett is. All right, he's all khaki. He's a he's a khaki person that lives in a khaki world. Okay, Squire Sebastian Senator. He wears short suits like Pharrell and LeBron James, and he looks dope all the time. Time. 
Okay, Tyler, are you hanging out with uh, Squire God. Sebastian Senator, or are you hanging out with Bennett? Yeah, I'm hanging out with Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> Bennett. 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 Let me say Bennett wears Tom. glasses, and he does, and he has perfect vision. Okay, <laughs> that's who Bennett is. That's who Bennett is. Okay, oh, Chandler, gosh. don't let me down. Chandler, I come mean, on, Squire. What's his, what's the guy's Squire name? Squire Sebastian Center. I think, Come on, I, I feel like it probably get pretty old pretty quick. You know what I mean? Like it'd be a. It's fun just time. a mouthful. You can't. Tell, what are you going to call him? Like your buddy? You call him by his name. Squire, his given. His it's, given it's, name. It's, it's it's not that this is what's on paper. Yeah, that's fine. Name your kid whatever you want. But sure. like, what no. are you going to call the, the kid? Right? You know what I'm saying? The, her insisting that you have to use all three words for Too any much. acknowledgement of the child. How about it's this? ridiculous? All right, how about this? Yeah, cool nickname goes a long way. Okay, Squire Sebastian Senator. How about all right? How about this? His good buddies, if you're in the inner circle, you can call him Seabass. <laughs> <laughs> so you're hanging out. Oh, yes, yes. Are you hanging out with Seabass? Are you hanging out with Seabass or yeah. Bennett? Yeah. You yeah, know? We're hanging out with Seabass. I'm hanging out with Seabass over Bennett, but Squire Sebastian Senator is not Seabass. <laughs> They're two different guys. I do like the inevitable conversation where it's like, hey, is your given name Seabass? And he's like, no, actually, my given name is Squire Sebastian Senator. For and I'm like, now that is very exciting. Now yeah. I'm interested. That's yeah. a hook. And is it is it is a squire a high ranking thing? I feel like that's a very low ranking. Squires are bad. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's I don't know that you're. But they're you know, Annie, squiredom literally saved their clan. So let's let's show a little respect here. I okay. For Seabass and his mother. <laughs> hey, just you saying. just got uninvited to the shower for shortening his name, by the way. That's, That's what right. got this whole thing canceled in the, the first I'm place. helping the family out. They will see the generous spirit, non-mocking spirit that I bring to the table. No, Not no. like all her family, who doesn't sound like much of a family to me. Right. They you think do you think the rest of her family would have the rest of her clan would have survived? No, because they're mocking squire. Them. They wouldn't have lived if it was medieval times, and she knows that, and she's smart for for calling <laughs> oh it out right gosh. now. All no, right. this is a terrible Bennett, story. Bennett has to turn in. He has to, and he says that I got to okay, turn in. Jesse goes away for like two months, comes back for the Christmas spectacular, a themed slice, and and th- this is this is this is for two months built up. This is the I slice found, you're bringing. I found this yesterday. Yeah, I was about to say, this is brand broke. new for him. And, and for she's sure the one who brought up a Bennett take, okay? Yeah, I got the hot Bennett take I've had for a while. I've had that yeah. one for a while. But Bennett, Bennett's got, Bennett like, has to turn in and he takes like melatonin at night. And, you know, like, he's just a real lame-o. Like, yeah, I, but what if, what if Annie's like, that what if that's the name for like her her future kid that she wants to have like just <laughs> her favorite is. taking it now oh, her favorite right boy's name, name. that's well, a strong well, name well Annie there's time to re I mean if you want if you want uh, y- you know him to talk about grad school all the time and you know <laughs> yeah, I do. watch you know <laughs> you're not saying anything recreationally about that I'm not into recreationally play polo then you know and, and smell of cologne when he walks in that's fine be a Bennett be a Bennett meanwhile yeah. you could have a sea bass on your hands <laughs> <laughs> And see, let me tell you about guys named Seabass. They're survivors. Okay. You've changed okay. you've changed him, Squire Sebastian Senator, from like you started him as a rich guy and you've turned him into Seabass. A guy who would have neck. a canoe like I do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Seabass. Let's just say this: Seabass is well aware of the black market hot tub market. Okay, Seabass <laughs> can get you what you need. Let's just not ask too many questions. All right. What do you have, Tyler? All right. So I, I, I wanted to, as, as people know that I like to try to keep the, uh, I, I always try to bring something substantive. 
to the slice market. Right. I feel like we get a little caught up in these name controversies. This one's going to go. <laughs> I, I, I want to explore corruption with this. Yeah. One. I want to get. I want to take a hard look at the ways that power can be abused and corruption enabled by people who have no interest in protecting the well-being of those who are entrusted to them. Wow. Uh, this comes out of Torrance in California, the slice, where there was a, a Catholic, uh, Catholic school um, that they, they did a little digging. They did a little bit of an audit. Okay. And shortly after this audit began, two longtime nuns, two beloved figures in the community, uh, resigned. Supposedly oh, because this. of the, because, you know, they've been around for a while and they just wanted to, to take a long, well-deserved break from the life of, of nunning. Uh, <laughs> this audit revealed that over the course of the last 10 years, these uh, two nuns, Sister Mary Margaret Cruper and Sister Lana Chang, had embezzled half a million dollars to take down to Vegas on <laughs> on uh, semi-regular gambling excursions and then they'd come back and just start the, their life of nunnery all over again. Oh, wow. That's pretty wild in and of itself. That's a greenlit movie right there. Yeah, right. I'm, right. Oh, I'm watching it. I'm watching. Yeah. From the dress. Like, two nuns. It's like <laughs> Sister Act I was going to say. Uh, uh, Ocean's, Ocean's 8. Yeah. Yeah. And this Sister Act, Whoopi is leaving the comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Gonna, it's, it's reverse. It's great. I'm totally on board. But here's where, for me, things take a, a, a real turn. Uh, in which it was, they both retired earlier this year. And uh, the school then said, and I quote here, they were involved in a personal use of substantial amount of school funds, of substantial, the substantial number being half a million dollars. Wow. But the nuns had expressed remorse, and the archdiocese and the church are not pursuing criminal charges against them. So I think these two nuns are getting off scot free. For the half a million dollar play dates down to Las Vegas. Wait, why are they not? Why are they not trying to prosecute them? That's where the substantive take comes in, Annie. Because this is how powerful people get away with what they're doing. the The nun market is there. Who knows what what else these nuns have been up to? And they're never going to see any justice for it. Meanwhile, if I embezzle half a million dollars from Relevant Magazine, which is not to be taken. As an admission that I don't, then Cameron's gonna <laughs> sick. Cameron's gonna sick some guy named Seabass on you, and his and, and and trust me, his justice is not the kind you want to be facing. No, no, that's a, I. I think that we need to be aware that like like half a million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of times. Did they lose it all, or did they still have some of it? Did they lose half a million dollars gambling? Because that's a different story. Or it does not really get into. Maybe but, they. Maybe they were trying to save the school and that's the thing that's the thing we don't know the details here in my mind the school was facing like a 10 million dollar bet right uh, you know debt and it was gonna go under and these nuns saw one way that's to get on the hottest of hot streaks in the brand new comedy starring Whoopi goldberg yeah. that's it that's it sister act four the sister takes in city back it's a little <laughs> clunky it's a little clunky that's a working title that's a working title until this point that there might be like altruistic motive it said personal use but I, that could have just been a cover because obviously it had to be off the book. yeah what do they spend their money on I, gambling yeah I, well 
Thank you, Cameron. But like if they're doing it for personal use, they must be trying to make money first to buy things and nuns don't own things, right? That's a good point. Maybe they just wanted the thrill of the heist. They, they just, own, they just they like things. craps or they just like playing. <laughs> There's some game that they love. Does it say which game they play? They're like millennials. They don't want things. They want experience. Right. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah. Hey, I will say this. There's a really Millennial great nuns. There's a really great documentary. It came out in 2011. It's called Holy Rollers. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's called Holy Rollers, the yeah. true story of card counting Christians. So it's about oh, I did oh, see that. That. it's yeah, about yeah, these yeah. young church planners who figure out how to count cards which by the way counting cards is not cheating it's not illegal like right. it's it's an it's, element it of the game you an edge. that they if you're smart because you they don't want you to yeah you know. well they, they they got so good at it that they had to start wearing disguises and they justified it because they used the money to plant churches they w- so they would go oh into a casino had a whole card counting operation yeah. they would use the money that they won they called it liberating the devil's money and oh, what they Lord. would do is <laughs> (laughs) That's literally how they justified it, that that this is money that we're taking from a casino that is used to lure people in using an an edge that's not illegal and it's not cheating, that is using the minds that God has given us to take the devil's money and go plant churches with it. And they did it for years until, I mean, eventually spending untold hours in casinos and to the point where they were actually having to spend time creating disguises and ruses in order to get away with it. It became so draining that they walked walked away, but they made like hundreds of thousands of dollars and used it all for uh, ministry. And it's a fascinating documentary. It's called Holy Rollers, but it's similar to, in, in a way, if the nuns well, had some think so. I don't think that it's similar. I think this is just the nuns got caught wasting a lot of convent yeah. money yeah. on uh, vacations. Yeah, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to entertain both the premise that maybe they had sincere motives to save the school as long as it leads to a good movie. Yeah, I <laughs> know it's gotta it's gotta lead to a good movie, which it yeah. absolutely then, then would. It does, then it does sound like yeah. that they were just looking to to get out of Dodge. Yeah. And it's crazy that there's that there's not. I it's fine that the diocese has grace and isn't going to do criminal prosecution, but like the fact that like they aren't having to figure out a way to repay it or something. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. taking tithe money out of the ministry. I mean, you got yeah, it seems like that, a big deal. It seems like yeah. a big deal. It's not $5,000. Yeah. It's $500,000. Yeah. yeah. I could see like, listen, we're, yeah, we're not going to pursue criminal charges, but you're done here. You yeah. Know? Something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just don't know why they aren't pursuing criminal charges. It doesn't make any sense to me. Am yeah. I, am I off yeah. here? I mean, I don't Grace. want nuns to, to go to jail. That's not and like then, a goal well, I have in my well, life. Well, it's not but, like they're good nuns. They're, yeah. they're thieves. But, but also, I mean... And they're terrible I mean, at gambling. If they came, uh, if they borrowed 500 and came back with 2 million, yeah. let's not that's prosecute. Just, that's just a little bankroll. That's yeah. you're supposed <laughs> to pay that back. Everyone knows. Everyone who's seen these movies knows that. You, you pay borrow, back your bankroll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, in all seriousness, it's not like the, the Catholic Church has the greatest reputation for... Uh, you know, issuing needed justice to people in leadership. That's you know, true. Yeah. I mean, it's been terrible at that. You That's know, true. consistently, the Catholic Church does has a have a history of protecting the people, its people, even uh, if they do horrible, horrible, horrible things. You know, <laughs> what's that Netflix? You saw that Netflix series about the yeah. nun who was murdered? Yeah, and yeah, the murder and the diocese yeah. worked with the police to cover it up. Covered up. Yeah. And this is a but at this case, and at this point, you just got to you know these two nuns were just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Best case scenario, they know the church is going under and they know they got one shot to save it. That's going down to Vegas. <laughs> it's um, a Thelma and Louise ask madcap comedy. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. I, that we oh, totally that's the, that is it. It's Oceans meets Sister Act meets Thelma and Louise. That is the combo yeah. that we need to get green lit. Yeah. <laughs> All good. right. What do you have, Annie? 
Okay, so there is a chain of restaurants in the UK called Frankie and Benny's. There's 250 of them across the UK. Frank and beans, like hot dogs and uh, beans, right? Yeah. Baked beans? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they did this thing at all the restaurants I thought was so interesting. They did it for a whole week. It just ended this weekend where every kid who came in that was under 14 could eat for free if everyone at the table put their cell phone in a box that says no phone zone for the whole meal. If you put, if, if everyone's kids and parents left their phone in the box for the whole meal, the kids ate for free and people seem to totally love it. In fact, the, um, a nationwide study in the UK found that 72% of kids wish their parents spent less time on their phones than they do. And so they found this to be super successful and a lot of kids ate for free. But Frankie and Benny's is also kind of known for doing like sticky stuff like this. Like uh, they did a thing where you could eat unlimited sticky. Like, sticky, like they don't mop their floors well. Baked beans can make sticky. a huge mess. They're known for being sticky. Can I ask yeah. you this? Baked beans, fork or spoon food? I feel it like depends on the, on the recipe. I've had, yeah. I've had four. It's a little runny, had, a little runny. Yeah. I'm going I'd spoon say, most of the time. I'd say neither. I want it on my hot dog. So, how about Baked that hot take? Oh, that is a that's that is a gross take, but it is hot. It is hot. <laughs> very gross, but very hot. What uh, do you guys think of that? Do y'all? I mean, y- y'all, Jesse and Cameron, y'all both have kids. What's your like table phone well, he, kind of thing with even, them? Even with friends, I try to make somewhat of an effort. Last night, I went out with uh, Cameron Chandler and, and Cohen was there. I did check my fantasy football score a couple of times, but for the most part, I try to be phone free at the table. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when we were, on, I, I, I'm very intentional about, about that at meals. Like, even I, I read somebody say, like, even having your phone on the table, but like having it face down, still says, like, if if it or something that that's more important to you than the person uh-huh, you're with. Uh-huh. So, like, don't even put it on the table at all. You know, right. like, keep it in your pocket, whatever. And I'm very intentional about that to the point that yesterday when we were on the canoe and I had my phone out yeah. to document our journey, yeah, Cohen turns back to me. He's like. Dad, put the screen away. Oh, like, screen. like, 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 be, like, be present. I'll say this: the real reason is he didn't want proof that I had easily won the race. He didn't want but, Cameron bringing him down. It. Cohen knew yeah. he could win. He wasn't sure. He Kevin yeah. Cameron was just dead weight to Cohen. No, Cohen knew he win that race. I was dead weight. He's like, you put me in a tugboat. Now I got to pull you along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did leave my device on the dock only because I was relatively sure that they would ram me and, and knock me under the water. But. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm super intentional about that. I mean, I think it's important. I think the nonverbal, you know, of you telling the people you're with that I'm here, I'm present, and this is my priority is key. I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think yeah, I told I think you all this great, before, yeah. but I have a group of friends that we put our phones on vibrate and then put them in the middle of the table and whoever picks up their phone first has to buy everyone's dinner. So if you oh, hear it start going off and you can't resist, you're the one who has to pay for dinner for everybody. And it is so fun. At the end of the night, there's someone picks up the check like suckers. And it's like 15 missed calls. Hey, guys, my house burned down. For dinner. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guys, I hope you enjoy your dinner. Uh, my mom passed away. Just right. Now. Oh. Yeah. Thanks. A lot. Wow. Things are dark <laughs> in the realm. In the she, Orlando she wanted to tell today. me she wanted to tell me one last thing before she went. Yeah. And, uh, you know, voicemails. But full, I so. got free dinner. Oh, so. no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Chrissy Metz joins us. Suddenly my mind was bringing out desire in my whole baby. So I got a woman to put out this fire burning in my soul. Hey! All me, baby. 
listening to Theophilus London featuring Tame Impala. The song is Only You. Well, today's feature interview is brought to you by Squarespace. Creating your website with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse using their amazing templates and design tools, all without a single plugin. And if you sign up for a year of Squarespace, you'll receive a custom domain for free that year. You can even design a best-in-class online store with their award-winning customizable uh, commerce tools. So yeah. Squarespace also gives you all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails in one intuitive interface. Squarespace Commerce allows you to understand every aspect of your business. They also have awesome 24-7 customer support. Yeah. You can go to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I have used that code many times. Yeah. You gotta say 10% Probably you, you don't can. tell people that because aren't they supposed to use it only one time? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, hold on, hold on. Different domains. Different domains, different friends, different purposes. Different masking, I'm not, different I'm not, masking IP technologies. <laughs> I'm not I'm not tricking Squarespace here. <laughs> I wish y'all would start a website about all the different Pop-Tart options. I feel like y'all could really do a Pop-Tart website. I'm trying to think what the name I'm trying to think what the name would be. I, I, well, it's easily poptart.biz. I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee. And then, and then I sell it back to, to Big Pop-Tart uh, for a hefty is profit. Here's a real question. Would you? Is it singular? Would you do poptart.biz versus poptarts.biz? Literally, I just checked. Poptart.biz is available. I think we need it. I also think we need meetseabass.org. And it's just Wait, about M-E-E-T sea bass. M-E-E-T or M-E-A-T? <laughs> No, but you know what someone should do is buy Squire, Squire Sebastian Senator.com for real yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, meet I'm sure Seabass.com is available. And I also need Seabass Meat. And that's no. AT. M-E-A-T. And that's Seabass M-E-A-T.com is available. Okay. Imagine that. We're going to need them both. So you're saying Squire Sebastian Senator.com. Oh, it's taken. Mm. Somebody, I'm somebody, sure someone already mm. got that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a Squire Senator is available. Yeah. .com. No one wants that one. Uh, that's, Squire, not, <laughs> that's, not a, that's, that's nowhere near as regal. I love that someone already bought Squire Senator, Squire Sebastian Senator.com. I think that's brilliant. I promise it wasn't the mama who canceled the party. Oh, no, no, no. 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 She didn't think about it. Oh, branding. no. She, trust me. She's Bobby Fisher in this. Two steps ahead the whole time. She's, she's got it. Right. She's got it. Hey, Squarespace, set your website apart. Chrissy Metz is known for her breakout role of Kate Pearson in the hit This Is Us, but uh, she is also starring in the upcoming movie Breakthrough, which is being executive produced by Steph Curry and Devon Franklin. The film tells the true story of a boy who miraculously survives a life-threatening incident in which he falls through the surface of a frozen lake following the prayers of his devoted mother and pastor, played by Topher Grace. Yeah, there you go. Topher Grace doesn't play his devoted mother and pastor. It's two different characters. That's right. That's right. The devoted mother prayed for him and the pastor the prayed for him. The devoted mother, none other than our guest, Chrissy but Metz. But does he pray? Does Topher pray? No, not like Chrissy Metz uh, prays. But, real, but Annie, you've seen the film. It's coming out later yeah. this year. But the, like I said, it got a lot. The trailer got a lot of buzz uh, 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 this past week. Um, yeah. And, and I've seen Chrissy Metz. She's been on you know Tonight Show and all these different places. You really like the movie and her performance in particular. From she, I, I am being a hundred and I'll... I'm being 100% truthful. I loved her performance. I thought she was so believable and so genuine. She was my, of the actors in it, she was by far my favorite performance. What's your review of Topher? 
Um, I think Topher Grace did a, he plays a um, like millennial evangelical pastor. Yeah. And he comes really close to understanding what that would be like to be that person. He misses it a little bit to me. Can, can you, I tell you, I'm going to do a plug for unedited real Am quick. Am I allowed to say that? Now? Yeah, you yeah, are. Because that's, a, I feel like that's a very fair criticism and people haven't listening to unedited with Cameron Strang. That's a point that came up in your recent conversation with Pete Holmes about how outsiders to like, particularly like the millennial adjacent evangelical church structure it's really hard to understand if you're not one of yes. them. And he even talked about yes. the challenge with having Judd Apatow direct an episode of crashing where Judd Apatow was like, why isn't the pastor wearing a collar people? How are people going to know this is a pastor if he's not right. dressed like in a collar? And and Pete Holmes is like, listen, you got to trust me. I know this culture yes. and you have to know it or people on the yeah, inside. That's what don't happened, know. Jesse is he's really good. If he was being a millennial businessman yeah. or a, like, or an actor or something like a, another job. But, but the thing that makes that um, type of person so interesting that does it poorly, like he's, he's in the movie, he goes from not being a, the great pastor to a really great pastor. And yeah. that transition is really beautiful, but, but there's a purity of, I actually love God and I'm trying to help these people love mm. God that is not in the character. Yeah. And so there's that, because there's a tension in real life millennial pastors of like, we want to be cool and wear the cool jeans and have the good worship. But that is because we actually love the God we're talking about. Yeah. And that is kind of, I thought that was a little bit missing but I'm not here to not be friends with Topher Grace. If he wants to be friends, I'll be friends uh, yeah, with him. Yeah, we'll probably, I mean, there's high likely we'll probably talk to him about this but, movie at some point. I, at well. least it's better than like the the majority of films and TV when they do like oh, a church service. Gosh. It's like, it's a combination of liturgical yes. attire, black gospel singing yeah. and prosperity gospel preaching. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. It's yeah. like, no yes. church is like it, any of this. It, it, it's you know? hard. That's to, right. It's hard. That's to, right. It's really hard to get it right from an outsider's perspective. And that, again, if people haven't heard your interview with Pete, I felt like that that was a really fascinating strand because you guys talked about that at length and it was uh, super interesting. We talked about everything at length because it's unedited. Yeah. It is. He it is. does. <laughs> I think it is. Like I said, I mean, my biggest takeaway was if my group of friends or my family all saw that movie, we would have a lot to talk about at dinner afterwards. Yeah. I mean, it is. Cool. It is. And I think Topher Grace really did a good job for what he knew. And of all the Christian movies, this is by, I mean, this is a huge step in the right direction yeah. of the kind of art I think faith people want to make. So cool. I'm, I'm into it. We recently spoke with Chrissy about the film and why stories of faith are so inspiring. Here's our conversation with Chrissy Metz. I am excited to talk to you about this movie. I feel like these types of movies can always be sort of surprising credits when you come across them on the old IMDb. So I'm wondering what uh, was your way into this particular character and this particular part? You know, I uh, thankfully was, it was brought to my attention and we just took a meeting and I wanted to hear, and I knew of course about Joyce and Don's story from the news, you know, a couple of years previously, and it was so incredible. And I've always believed in miracles, you know, and I absolutely believe that in, in the power of prayer and community and unconditional love. And so, when Yvonne Franklin, who was our producer, said he was, you know, turning it into a film and the script was already written, and I was like, "Can I read it?" Like, oh my, yeah, like I, I'm so interested. 
and because I went through something with my mom, very similar um, in that the doctors gave a prognosis and just as Joyce questioned her son's doctors, I questioned my mother's doctors. And I thought, wow, obviously there there's a reason why this has been brought to my attention and I really feel connected to this character and to her journey and to her plight. And I wanted to, to portray her. I mean, yes very very i was sort of timid in that i was like oh this is a real story <laughs> they're real people and this incredible this incredible journey of this family um but it was something that all just clicked and the stars aligned so it was obviously meant to be that's that's cool and and that's such an interesting personal connection too is is there um, something in your in your background uh, spiritually or, or otherwise that uh, kind of informs the things you believe about miracles and, and love and the other things you mentioned? Yeah, it's interesting because I was definitely raised with faith and my grandmother really instilled that in, in us from a very young age. Um, but for me, you know, I always sort of had it like instinctively in in me and would honestly go to church on my own and look for these answers uh, as a really young kid, but always knew that something greater and, and bigger than us was in charge. And whether I could explain it, you know, or not as a nine-year-old, I felt it. And um, I sort of attribute that to just uh, even getting through all the, the the stuff that I got through as, as an aspiring actress um, because as they say if you don't fall for I mean if you don't stand for anything you'll fall for anything mm, yeah. and uh, I'm just so I'm just so grateful that I had that that foundation um, whether I knew how to explain it whether I knew what it was as a young kid or, or how it's developing you know as uh, as a woman but it just always happened and it was never and there were small things, you know, I remember we were going to go on the freeway uh, or the interstate back in Florida where I'm from. And right as we we're about to, you know, get onto uh, the on-ramp, I was like, oh no, my blockbuster movie has to be returned. <laughs> and my friend was like, Chrissy, come on, just pay, just pay like the $2. And I'm like, no, like I, I need to return it. Something's telling me I need to return it. And she's like, fine. So we go back and get the movie. And by the time we're going back, the interstate there was this massive crash oh. i think probably 15 16 cars and wow i'm like holy like holy moly like uh, dare i say holy moly but like it was it was so jarring for me because i knew that i just i don't know i try to trust my instincts and that happens time and time again and it seems very trivial but like those things continue to happen and trusting, you know, that, that voice within. And, um, and I, and I've seen it happen with my friends, obviously with my family, um, obviously with my mom and her medical emergency, um, it just continues to happen. And so I, uh, luckily I've had that, I've had that sort of is upon my heart and my soul, my spirit. And, you know, I listen to it and sometimes you don't want to because you're like, wait, what? But um, <laughs> I'm always, always glad in the end that I have. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing story. Were, were there any 
surprises or challenges in engaging with those parts of yourself as you worked on this movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, just as, as Joyce, you know, she firmly believed that her son was going to gonna make it out of, of this tragedy alive and, and well and having to believe in something that somebody doesn't necessarily believe in or as an actress not that we always need validation or acceptance but as human beings I think that's it's important to us and I thought oh what if I do this movie and people are like why is Kissy doing this or why is she doing that like what is she doing with her career and I'm like the only reason why I get to do this and get to be a conduit is because of what I've been given from God. So if I can't honor him and I can't honor this story, like, uh, what am I doing this for? So, you know, you have to sort of quiet, I think, those those other um, those questions, especially um, in what we do, as, as, you know, being an actress and wanting to be accepted or be cool. Um, but I just knew that this was something that I had to tell and I have no qualms about expressing, you know, my faith or, or what I believe in. Um, so, but it is challenging, obviously playing a real person and something that is so emotionally driven and difficult and the ups and the downs and the, you know, they definitely go on a roller coaster. So I knew getting in, going into that was going to be, <laughs> going to be a seat for sure. That was Chrissy Metz. Make sure to check her out on This Is Us, which is airing now on NBC, and in the new film, Breakthrough, which releases soon. And I don't even know If I'm grown enough to say these words But I Seattle University School of Theology and Ministry is pleased to announce the introduction of a new academic degree program. The Master of Arts is a flexible program for students to have the freedom to research the intersection of religion and spirituality with other academic disciplines such as history, healthcare, psychology, social sciences, law, and more. Scholarships are available. Learn more about the MA and all of our other degrees by visiting Seattle U dot edu forward slash stm forward slash degrees you're listening to tasha the song is kind of love Okay, uh, a little behind the scenes here. Yeah. Oh, boy. Editing Pulling technology. No, editing technology. Yeah. Tyler had to go. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but at the end of the show, you're going to hear him magically reappear. That's right. So uh, Tyler had an interview, actually, with uh, our next episode's podcast guest. Yeah. So look at us double dipping. That's right. I mean, look, we got a lot of balls in the air here. But we got a lot of people that want <laughs> to talk to us. We got a lot of people. Lot of that, phone's ringing off the hook, you yeah. know? Um, anyway, okay. Well, it is uh, time for the triumphant return. Oh, Lord. Of Ask Jesse. Oh, 
Ask Jesse. Uh, Ask Jesse is our segment where you guys tweet us at Relevant Podcast. You tweet us your life conundrums, your big questions, the, the things you need help outside perspective solving. You don't want to go to a counselor for this stuff. No. 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 You want somebody you don't, you don't, someone. Go to, don't go to like a mentor or someone wise. Oh, no, 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 no. Someone that no, no, no. has a license to practice counseling. That's not what you want. What a waste. No. You want life changing advice. We don't need Uncle yeah. Sam telling us who can and can't give Wait, Uncle Sam give is advice that you said? and Did he get involved? Yeah, because they need a license but because of the government. I don't need Got it. someone telling me who can and can't give yeah. me advice or sell me yeah. life insurance. Just yeah. let me go on the black market. All right, well, you know a lot of millennials, <laughs> Jesse, a lot of millennials they want the experiences. They don't yeah. they don't want the things, they want the experiences. That's right. Well, Mallory tweeted us. Oh, okay. She's uh, actually next week she's visiting Ireland. And here's oh. the conundrum. She's a redhead and doesn't want to be mistaken as a native, a leprechaun, she wrote. Uh, she says, how do I let all the people I meet know that I am not from there? This is an, now, easy, this is an easy one. And, and I'll let you jump in here if you disagree with me. Because uh, uh, Annie, Annie, Annie's Annie, uh, visited the Isles yeah, over there and, many, yeah, many yeah, times. Yeah. And she's, she's time. you know, she's an a, a international traveler. Right. Yes. And uh, I think I think we're going to be in alignment on this one, Annie. Having yeah, we having myself are, so. having myself had the opportunity to visit places all over the world. Um, mm-hmm. What I do whenever I travel anywhere outside of the border of of this country is the same strategy. <laughs> I find that everywhere people love Americans who are very loud and shout their <laughs> national pride at every opportunity. Yeah. So here's yeah, what I suggest, Mallory. Flag clothing. Head to toe flag clothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If yeah. you, I, if you can find an opportunity to carry a flag, an American flag at any point, I would do that. Like put it outside your hotel room or your hostel, put a little American flag there, stake your claim, you know? And then I would start every morning by shouting the national anthem and standing up at restaurants for the Pledge of Allegiance for every meal. This will let people know not only where you're from, but they're going to want to probably come home with you. They're so impressed by yeah, your right. display of patriotism. Right. <laughs> yep. and, and also, I would refuse, I would every bite of food I would take, no matter what country I'm traveling in, yeah. I'd go, oh, gross, you eat this? Where's the closest McDonald's? You have those, don't you? <laughs> So, I mean, people will know. People will know. And they'll, f- and they'll point you in the direction of McDonald's. So, uh, Annie, are we yeah. on the same page with this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super on the same page. I think my real Ooh, question is... is <laughs> my question is, why doesn't she want people to think she's from Ireland? When I travel to other countries, I want to look oh, like man. a local. This smells weird. Oh! Yeah, you're... Yeah, yeah that's people, people love it. USA. She's going to ruin our national relationship with Ireland because of your advice. Mallory you do what your duty is as an American and that's to announce how gross fish and chips are. Ah, what is this? Fish and chips are delicious. Yeah, fish and chips are awesome. But I guess you're trying to make a point. Fish, most fish, one, most fish is gross. Two, they're not chips. They're French fries. You know, call them by the American name, please. There's an American. Fries. There's an American in your presence, and you know that because I put a flag on the table before I ate. So don't call stuff weird names. Don't call cookies biscuits. An American is here. Can I also just say, in reality, to Mallory, go see the Giants Causeway. That's the coolest thing in Ireland to me. So. Actual I know that's not helpful or silly, but yeah, I mean, it is helpful. It's not yeah, silly, but not really, but go ahead. Uh, Jesse, I'm going home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, oh, I don't I have. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, Jess on Twitter okay. uh, asked this. I'm going home for Christmas. I'm going to be spending time with a lot of my friends, but I don't have a lot of money because I'm broke 
I'm a broke grad student. What are some ways my friends and I can have a good time without breaking the bank? Now, Jesse, you were made for this kind of question. Free mayhem is like your exactly. your finest thing you're going to This at. is, Jess, you go listen to earlier in the episode. This is what separates the Bennett's of the world from the sea bass. From the sea bass. You know, because <laughs> B- 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 Bennett has, you know, a trust fund. Right. Sea bass is making his own luck out there That's and right. probably can't hold the job because of numerous felonies. But I'm going to oh tell God. you, I'm going to tell you, Jess said she's traveling home at Christmas time, right? Yep, Cameron? That's right, that's right. She didn't give a location, but bets are it's pretty cold there, right? Oh, yeah, sure. It's, uh, it's well, winter. It's Christmas. So yeah. I know from experience, yeah. there's nothing that unites a friend group like a good old fashioned hot tub heist. Here's what you're going to need. Oh my gosh. Here's hot because, tub heist. because How did you even come up with oh, Let me let me tell you why, Annie. Let me tell you why. And I may or may not know from experience because Cameron yeah. got a fantastic a questionably good deal. <laughs> question. It is, it is, when I told you the numbers, it I was blown questionably away. I was good blown deal. away. He was making it up on the spot because most heists, yeah. if you think about it, are relatively pull off. The right. hot tub heist right. is the hardest of heists. Right. This is going to require everyone in the group to have a very specific role right. to pull this off. Right. You need oh. you need someone who knows how to install and deinstall a pump pretty quick. Pretty quick. You need someone. Who can who can jump on who can jump on that fuse box? You're gonna need someone, the diversion person, because I got it. Let me from experience. Yeah. There's no quiet way to steal a hot tub, no, so you got to create a diversion where no one's gonna sure, hear true. people going Move. and and literally dumping probably twenty thousand gallons of water I, into the steaming. So twenty thousand gallons? No, it's more like you know fifty gallons. But but uh, wait, it's more than fifty gallons yeah, of water, right? It's more than fifty, but it's not twenty thousand. It's 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 it's, it's probably five. 5,000 gallons of, of boiling hot water into the bushes. Like, e- either like way, a pool, a small either pool. way, you're going to need a getaway driver. You're going to need a distraction. But I will person. tell you, this is, I know this from experience when, when said hot tub is delivered to your house mm-hmm. uh, and you got a great deal. They don't like put it where you want it. They just yeah. drop it in the driveway. Yeah. Okay. No, and then, Cameron. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you've got this 500 pound shell of an enormous thing yeah. that you've got to get to the backyard somehow. Yeah. I will tell you that. You're so, going to need. So, so the move, the mobility factor is huge. And, and, oh, and it, I found this too. It's always helpful. I know you won't think you'll need him, but you might. Is someone who can is pretty good at navigating duck works and can crawl through ventilation shafts. Any heist, <laughs> any heist, any heist, heist whether it's whether it's hot tub involved or not, yeah. I, I would just trust me on this yeah. one. Yeah. So any, any heist needs. There you go. All right, go. hot tub. Yeah. Merry heist. Christmas. Wow. All right. Uh, okay, Michael asks, asks us. He says, "I'm teaching middle school science and I have less than ten days left before Christmas break. How can I get through to these wandering minds with something of significance?" If it has to do with biology, that's a bonus. Ask Jesse. I mean, you know, there. If I was a student, I would be long gone by now. <laughs> mentally, gone. mentally <laughs> checked <laughs> out. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you're teaching biology here, right? So, I mean, you know, I think this is where you get into the French stuff. You okay. know, like oh yeah, yeah, sure. You know, like animal hybrids, gross crypto, stuff, cryptozoology, yeah, 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 yeah. dissecting something really yeah. weird. Yeah, that's you true. know, that's like good. I mean, it, this is this the, is how you keep them entertained at this y- point. Y- in yeah, the yeah. Year. because well, because here's the thing. Let me tell you else who's checked out right now. The super intendant you think he's gonna have to deal with a big biology <laughs> controversy no he's already in christmas mode too if there's one per one time in the year you can skate under the radar and perform yeah. a weird experiment
comment that is probably illegal in the classroom. If, with weird, stu- if weird flashes and smoke start coming out of your, your yeah. classroom, yeah, and you, you're good. Yeah, and if somehow you are re- able to like reanimate a long dead piece of roadkill or something really cool that's really gross and illegal, so now's gross. the time. Now's, now's the, the time. time to start, you know. <laughs> Annie, re-animated. you were a teacher many, many years ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did you do at this Slow time? Slow down with the many, many. Just many. Just one. It doesn't have to be too many. Okay. Um, what did I do? I was terrible at science. That was the subject I was the worst at. I was always like, ah, they'll catch it next year. So we just, I would usually skip skip over it at this point <gasps> in the year. <laughs> just skip wow. over a science altogether? I mean, some days, yeah. I mean, I would always catch up because we had to, but yeah. I was never like the fun science teacher because I didn't like that part of teaching. Yeah. I, I remember sixth grade, I had a teacher who liked to do experiments along the lines of Jesse's. I'm yeah. not kidding. I went to a small Christian really? school yeah. and the science teacher in sixth grade, I'll never forget this. He wanted to prank the class. So he had me, I've told this story, but he, he had, um, he wanted to show everybody the power of liquid nitrogen. So he got a vat of liquid nitrogen, dry ice, stuff like that. And he pulled me aside before class like a magician would do mm-hmm. and plant somebody in the crowd, right? Yeah. So he pulled me aside and he said, I'm going to call you. You're going to volunteer, okay? And, uh, and, and the heist was, or the, and the, the joke was, he was going to show the class or the, or the experiment was, we put on a latex glove on my hand, right? I dip one of my fingers into the liquid nitrogen. He would tell the class that the latex protected my finger but would crystallize right and then uh-huh. he would tap on the finger with a hammer and the glove would crack and fall off of my hand and my finger would yes. be fine underneath so what he did is one of the fingers was filled with a hot dog and so i you know just covered you know bent my finger and then so it looked like i had five fingers one was a hot dog we dipped the hot dog finger into liquid nitrogen he then smashes my finger with the hammer and chunks go all over the room. <gasps> no. Girls were screaming. Chunks yes. of meat of my finger <sighs> were on kids. They, I mean, everybody's disgusting. freaking out. And then I'm supposed to scream and writhe yeah. and all this stuff. This was a Christian school science class in sixth grade. So this yeah. is the sort but of stuff you're saying. there was only like six on that class, right? I graduated with 23 people. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the beginning of class started with everything. At the beginning of the earth, 1,200 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> <laughs> At the birth of the universe. Oh, in the gosh. medieval times. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, all right. All right. The, like, these last two, I, they're a little, a little sad. A little sad. I mean, yeah, it's uh, okay. Shel- I can Shelby, shift Shelb, Shelb wants to know. Uh, my ask, Jesse, is what advice would you uh, give to someone with a broken heart? With a broken heart. Broken heart. Holiday season, tough time for a lot of people. Nothing nothing ails an aching heart like a little distraction. And there's nothing better distraction than planning, executing, and enjoying the fruits oh, no. of a good old-fashioned hot tub heist. You're welcome. Just listen to the last one. Okay, uh, Roth, who uh, sends greetings from Switzerland. Oh. Roth says, oh, I recently person. lost my job, been oh. diagnosed with a light depression, and we recently welcomed a second child into our family. That means our lives are fairly exhausting at the moment. What method of escapism do you recommend? And no, fleeing to another country is out of the question. Jesse, say something for real. <laughs> the, There's a the lot of rough plate the, right now. The, there is a lot. And what makes... And he's in Switzerland. What, you know, it's very cool. What, what, what kind of but everyone there concerns me about this one is the last sentence. That fleeing the country is not, not an, an option. option. Right. <laughs> no. 
I want to know why why Rob <laughs> is persona non grata in everywhere but Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. Why? Are, yeah, Switzerland. <laughs> oh, that, this is like a WikiLeaks Wiki exactly, guy. Exactly. Switzerland is you know there's a lot of diplomatic immunity stuff that happens within those borders. Oh, that's funny. Before we address uh, the depression, <laughs> I would look into your immigration situation yeah. because. Something tells me there's something Roth isn't telling us. Yeah, and well, so, maybe an international hot tub yeah. heist where yeah. across. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but in all seriousness, maybe some exercise. That gets the endorphins going. Exercise. Uh, and nothing. But, but it's cold there. I know, but I'll say this nothing will energize the, oh, the your exercise like trying to run the border of Switzerland. Through the, you got to go through the Alps. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not an easy yeah. escape. The family so, from Sound of Music did it. Yeah, you can exactly. do it too. Roth? Yeah. Roth. Looks delightful. R-A-P-H. Roth. R-A-P-H. So it's like Ralph without an L. So that's his first problem is his parents just name him, didn't just name him Ralph like a normal person. Well, it's probably like Rafunzel or something. You know, some Swiss Swiss name. I don't know. Yeah. Rafunzel. Rafunzel Monten or something. Or Squire Roth. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. It's a whole lot of things. (laughs) All right. Well, that's a a good comeback. Ask Jesse segment. They tried to keep it going while you were gone. Um, It got too real. And helpful. That's the thing. Well, because that's, it was me and Eddie actually caring about people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Who wants that? Yeah. All right. If you want Jesse to answer your life conundrums, uh, hit us up on Twitter uh, at Relevant Podcast News, hashtag AskJesse. Hey, many thanks to Chrissy Metz for joining us on the show today. Remember uh, to catch her on This Is Us every week on NBC and her new film Breakthrough hits theaters. Is it early next year? I yeah. heard it was end of this year. It's early next yeah, year. Early next year. Now. Yeah. Hey, also, thanks to our sponsors for making the episode possible. You can find the new Church Home Global app by searching Church Home in the App Store or Google Play. It's spelled C-H-U-R-C-H-O-M-E. Or text RELEVANT to 555-888 for a direct download link. That's RELEVANT to 555-888. Also, thanks to Squarespace. You can go to squarespace.com slash RELEVANT for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, use the offer code RELEVANT to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, oh, hey, uh, before we go, it's the holiday season. If you're looking for that really, really weird gift for the Relevant Podcast <laughs> fan in your life, head over to the Relevant store. Mike Murphy tweeted us this weekend. He said, I, I need a Sickly Pines Tree Farm shirt in my life. We, uh, we, uh, we didn't do a shirt, but we do have a Sickly Pines. If you listen to the podcast, uh, Christmas Spectacular, yeah. you'll know Wish what we're talking did. about. Yeah. The Sickly Pines Christmas Tree Farm and Hospice Care. Uh, the lovely logo. <laughs> horrible. Um, uh, I think the, 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 the quote, the tagline on them on it is we got a bad batch. Yeah. <laughs> I, think we, I think we got a bad batch. That's what it says. We um, got a bad batch. I looked um, at it this morning. Uh, <laughs> we got, we got a mug. We got a mug for you in the relevant store and some other new, uh, swag and other relevant gear and things have been added this week. Go check it out. It's uh, store.relevantmagazine.com or you can find the link right there at the front page of relevant site. Uh, also, thanks to everybody who's been uh, sending us feedback and reviewing the podcast. Runnerstruck just said, I just wrapped up listening to Cameron's new podcast, Unedited, episode two and three with Pete Holmes. And I've been a relevant podcast listener for years. Thanks, Runnerstruck. And I've always loved it. This new platform uh, feels so real and honest. Five stars. Wow. Thanks. That's awesome. So yeah. that wasn't really about relevant as much as that was about you. Uh, it's about the, the new it's podcast. It's about Pete Holmes. It's yeah. about the new relevant yeah. podcast. New podcast. Yeah. 
Come on. Five stars, Annie. Also, five five stars. Also, podcast is awesome. Okay, first of all, you know this. I am Ron Burgundy, and they just put words in front of me. He didn't tell me to do that. I saw. I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah, you literally new show. Come on. I am reading this stuff for the first time as we record. So those words were coming out of my mouth as you were hearing. It's too good. Though, in fairness, (laughs) you hey halfway through me reading it, I got uncomfortable. I will say that. I will say that. I, I don't mind reading these. I don't mind reading these. And I don't mind if you read it early, to be honest. I try to send them first thing in the morning. I had this done yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah, you're like, Jesse, you're like, I don't mind, Cameron, if you read this before we started. Yeah, because... I know. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, let's see. Funny. Here's a here's a review that we just that this Jesse is from put iTunes. in. This is a this is a review that Jesse found on iTunes and put in the lineup for me to read. Uh, <laughs> the headline is when you don't uh, when you don't have any friends, they will be yours. Oh, so uh, nice. it says when you don't have any friends in real life, they will become yours. You will laugh together until you can't breathe. Have inside jokes that run for years and collectively increase the stock of chilies. That is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> best thing is they have no choice in the fact that you are now BFFs. So honest. So Didn't true. tell us what they rated the show. Really no, no, it's five stars. Oh, five stars. I only five pulled stars. five okay, stars. Good. Yeah. Um, That's really sweet. That was really nice. Yeah. I like that people feel like we're they're friends with us. I think that too. Yeah. Me too. That's how it felt Friday. The people who came to the live show, they just all feel like they're our friends. Annie, Annie will be your Bennett and I will be your Seabass. <laughs> that is that is the gospel. Okay, that sounds like a shirt. <laughs> That's yeah, a he will be your Bennett Annie. and I'll be your Seabass. Hey, if you like the podcast, oh subscribe to Relevant. Uh, right now, there's a great gift subscription option for Christmas gifts, last minute Christmas gifts. You can like print out a thing and put it in a, in a card and looks like you were thoughtful well in advance of Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a gift that keeps on giving. It's a great price right now, and uh, they will get a year's worth of Relevant. You can go to relevantmagazine.com slash give for that deal. And if you want a good deal for yourself, you can go to relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. I think you'll like the magazine. We have some great stuff coming up this yeah. year, like the next the next cover. It's yeah. going to be a good one. Yeah. And, and the one after that. We have that one locked in, I too. Know. Look at us looking, working in advance. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we will wrap things up. It was, man, this was fun, but it was a lot more fun having all everybody in person. I know. Yeah. I loved yeah. being there. That yeah. was really well, fun. We're talking about, we got to do it again. We got to do live again. We got to keep doing it. It got to yeah. be part of the regular mix. Yeah. It's too much fun. But this was good too. Yeah, this all was right. fun. <laughs> but this will do. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. <laughs> all right. On that note, we're wrapping. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Seabass. <laughs> I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Tyler Huckabee. I'm Annie F. Downs. All right. We'll see you on Friday. Have a good week, everyone. listening to the relevant podcast if you like what you heard be sure to leave us a review on itunes check out other shows from the relevant podcast network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com and while you're there browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store make sure to subscribe to relevant magazine info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe they all just waltzed in a second this relevant podcast network